Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Dwight, how would you run a breaking and entering scene or a heist? Uh, I love heists. Um, so this is your stereotypical Ocean's Eleven movie or... Um, Italian Job. The Italian Job's a great one. Um, and I mean the new Ocean's Eleven. I haven't seen the old one, but the new one. Um, so what you have is, yeah... So that's how it would work in modern, right? You're going to rob a casino in Vegas in the early 2000s and make sure you have your batteries, right? Those sorts of things. And you can literally build it all up like the movie does, that sort of thing. Or you can do that same thing into a high fantasy game. So how do you get into the heavily fortified, which is like Wizard's Tower that has magical traps and magical detection and... Um, a bunch of guards and the guards don't have to be human. They could all be constructs, living statues, those sorts of things, which render your other mage almost worthless, which is actually kind of fun to do. Mm -hmm. Since normally these things are normally your mage is kind of your, like your guy running around with a bazooka type of thing. So throwing him into a wizard, another wizard's tower where all of his magic is kind of hindered is kind of fun. Um, you could do it with a lich's tomb. You could do it with, you know, some sort of gold vault in another city um, where they got a, you know, very much an Ocean's Eleven game at that mm -hmm. point. But everything's magical now, right? You're not going to be able to do, like, you know, you have to think about it. So you're not going to be able to do, like, a, a an EMP bomb because that's not going to affect magic. You really can't run around with an anti-magic field because that's not really how stuff works. So... You could create these cool little vaults and stuff to figure out, you know, what do we have to do? Um, you can do this in a sci-fi game. Like, I need to board a ship to take something out of the captain's safe or their cargo hold or break a, a, a friend out of prison, either on a prison planet or in a, uh, you know, if it's fantasy, a really secluded, maybe extra planar pr prison that only has one gate entrance into it that's in a very specific spot that's guarded on this side of the world and then guarded on the other side. It's a lot of things you can do because breaking and entering doesn't necessarily mean you're stealing money. It could be you're rescuing somebody too because mm -hmm. you can kind of mix these little genres up. So what I would do really quickly is I would create a chart where I would have an obstacle. I'd note where it was in the building. Um, if I was going to use like a generated map or make my own map, I would label it. Here's number one. Here's number two. Here's number three. I'd label hallways. I'd label everything. So I might just go grab a, um, a a map off the internet of a nice cool dungeon with like maybe four levels or something. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, okay, this is where the guy is, or this is where the jewels are held, or this is where the ancient map of whatever is found, right? And then what I'd do is I'd say, okay, number one, number two, level three. And then I, on my little chart, I would say obstacle number one, the location one is going to be a human fifth level fighter or something like that. And I'm going to give like three ways to bypass it because I don't want to railroad my players and what they have to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So they could kill the guard, but that is problematic because you can't really hide the body. Somebody finds the body, the alarm's going to go off, you know, may not be the best thing for you unless you think you can get in and out faster. You could bribe the guard. Maybe you um, figure out, maybe you're doing surveillance. Maybe you take a lot of time before you go into this thing and you start telling me like, Hey, I want to bribe all the guards in the city that I can find. All right, cool. You come across one of the guards. He's like, oh, hey, this is my friend. And he lets you through. Um, you know, pre-planning could go a long way with this. Or you could just do straight up stealth somehow. Or you could do stealth 
have the rogue come up behind him. Maybe he's got invisibility, something like that. And then he's able to not necessarily backstab the guy, but he's maybe able to club him and subdue him. And, and then you guys, you know, have a way of, you know, throwing a body into something that's not overtly, uh, findable. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you stick him in a bag of holding, by the way, there are rules for how much air is in a bag of holding. So you functionally could stack up a bunch of guards in a bag of holding for, couple of hours uh maybe so but i would do that for everything i would do that for my traps i would do that for locked doors i would do that for pressure plates in the floors i would do that for you know guards magical sensors everything i could think of and then you know mm-hmm. that's going to take a while of planning i totally admit that but it would be really kind of cool where you have this entire dungeon like totally laid out as whatever it is and uh you know no matter where the players are going they're constantly fighting just a ton of stuff, whether it's inanimate objects that are animating or traps or just people being mm-hmm. in the wrong place at the wrong time, or that's what they're hired for. So that's how I would kind of run at a very big level. Now to give you an idea of what you should be looking for is I would start watching movies that had any kind of escape scene in it, any kind of like breaking and enter scene. So Ocean's Eleven's a good one. The Italian Job's a good one. I mean, honestly, even if you like watched um, Harry Potter, I think it's like book six or seven or something like that, where I think it's six, maybe five. They got to go into, they got to break into Gringotts vault to get the Horacrux from uh, Bellatrix. Bellatrix Lestrange. And there's a trap, right? She's got that trap where if you touch anything of theirs that's not that item, it starts multiplying and it's turning into hot molten. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have all these like, so even there you have this, you know, there's a trap within Gringotts even, you know, and how do you get into Gringotts? It's actually a really fun little scene because they had to use the Polyjuice Potion to look like her. They had to steal her wand that, you know, so that they could identify themselves as her. Right. Hermione does a horrible job of trying to even act like her because she's too nice. And it kind of tips off the goblins to something's going on. So, like, it's a really even inside of a, a movie that you wouldn't think has a heist. Das. There's a heist mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. Um, so you can kind of hopefully also easily see that you can you can work a heist into any game for any reason whatsoever. You have to go find a MacGuffin, which is like a big magical item. You could work a heist into it. Like, so-and-so has the MacGuffin you need, and it's their prized possession, and it's guarded by a bunch of traps and a bunch of guys, and you got to go get it. Yeah. So you got to go do a heist to go get the MacGuffin. you got to go do a heist a heist motif to go rescue a princess or a prince or one of your fellow people. Like, you can use this heist uh, mentality on, like, almost anything for a different purpose. Mm-hmm. And so this is where I really like the heist genre because it doesn't have to just be – I'm breaking and entering to get money. I mean, if you think that way, fine, but it's pretty myopic and it's pretty small thinking. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would run a heist in my game. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to skullrpg.com.